0: Hello, welcome to my inner room brief, where I share what I've heard from the Lord in prayer and intercession in my inner room for your inner room. This week of November 28th, it's very interesting the words that I have. I will read them. They're all very brief words for the week, almost daily. And after I read them, I will go ahead and give you what insights I do have. The first one. This is not the end times, per se. This is harvest time. The harvest is great, and the enemy has planned to steal it for over a decade. He will fail, and my people will bring the harvest into my barns with singing and jubilation. Do not think there are not enough days in this month for these events. Remember that I am everywhere with an angelic host. Stay focused on your mission. And simply give me praise each time as you see another battalion or army of mine win a battle. Wartime will turn into springtime. Battle through this winter for what I will grow from it all in the spring will be the delight of my soul and yours. For whom the bell toll will be on everyone's mind at my son's birth, Much happened to the rulers of men. So shall this Christmas be the same. I am still setting rulers down and raising rulers up. I will have my dome of protection over this process in the Americas so that no outside force can enter into play. As I do this, trust my guards and my operations. This nation will have food again both from my hand and from its own land i will destroy the destructive seed daughter watch and be amazed and i will direct the purifying of the seeds both in the natural and in the spiritual only watch and keep on watching for this year to come baal will topple from its towers and won't and it won't be the trump towers The nations will experience recession. Therefore, no one will say, I am strong over the other. The globalists, however, will not profit from this as they expected. Rather, their plans will be tilled into dirt and the hardened ground broken up for the planting of righteousness. And last... This is chapter three in the book of my Reformation in the United States of America. You will understand it as you watch for my events and allow me to lift you on high to see it from my throne room and not from your court's. Let's go to the very first one. This is not the end times per se. This is harvest time. The harvest is great and the enemy has planned to steal it for over a decade. He will fail and my people will bring the harvest into my barns with singing and jubilation. With all the drama, trauma, wars and rumors of wars and also now because we're hearing about the the increase of the amazing science and technology and how the science and technology should rule even as we are seeing more and more evil plain old evil many will say oh it's got to be the end times oh it's got to be the end times god saying this isn't the end times surely we are in the end times somewhere but he's saying not the end times that we're thinking this is the final end, that we are the end time generation. He is saying focus on the fact that this is harvest time. He has promised a billion soul harvest. And this is why there is such pushback. This is why the enemy, Satan, is thinking that he can possibly win. He can forestall this billion soul harvest. And yes, throughout the earth's history. Ever since Adam and Eve fell, Satan is always trying to see if he can't take over the earth. And he's always failing. God makes sure he's always failing. Yet Satan can hear and know when God is going to do something, because if it's large enough, Satan will know. And there's a 1000000000 soul harvest. So instead of listening to those who are all talking about the end times, Listen to the fact that God says there's a great, great harvest and that as we go forward with Father God, as we fight the fight of good over evil, as we do what he tells us so that we harvest, so we evangelize, that we stand where God says we need to stand, pray where God says we need to pray and bring in that billion soul harvest We, we will see it and we will experience it because we will be bringing the people in to God's harvest, into his barns. And it will be with singing and jubilation. Let us see it with singing and jubilation. This next one, do not think there are not enough days in this month for these events. Remember that I am everywhere with an angelic host. Stay focused on your mission and simply give me praise each time as you see another battalion or army of mine win a battle. I think we've heard so many events, and to me as a prophetic intercessor, I still think my job's easier than uh, the prophets. I don't concern myself as much with, with the date and the time unless God says that He he's going to mark a date and a time. If I don't see the event happen on that time, I do know I've started the prayer. I do know it is the intercessor's job that we need to keep praying for that event. Uh, I, I'd say don't get off the wall until he calls you off of it on any subject matter that he has you focused on. But this was such a great word in that if, if we don't see the right times or we're starting to get stressed, especially you go through Thanksgiving, you're moving into uh, Christmas. You've got the family. You've got those prayers. You've got your own prayers. You If you're battling for your country, you have those. And you wonder, will there be enough time? God's saying he's got the angelic host. We must remember they are actively fighting. So If we stay focused on our mission, if we do not lose faith, if we do not get weary and tired, which means we stay in his presence and we stay happy with him, that we can also watch. And every single time we see a win, we give him praise. And it doesn't have to always be a win on something we're praying about. It needs to be a win for the team God. It needs to be the win for the kingdom of God. Anything good, especially in the United States, it seems to me a little easier because each state right now is in battle. So each state, there are good wins. There are are wins in the courts. There are wins in, in the elections. I thought... With this word, it's also important that as we see churches and and people start uniting because we, the body of Christ, must unite, that we go ahead and watch. And whenever we see a win, we remember that that win is for the kingdom of God, and we are the kingdom of God, so that we should take joy in that. Uh, it may not be that our church has gotten that revival yet, or that awakening, or or that win, or maybe our state hasn't gotten it. But we can rejoice whenever we see something that has happened that we can say, oh, that's God. God made a win. There's There's a prophetic word that happened over here. There's a prophetic word that happened over there. And we should bless the Lord for that. Next, wartime will turn into springtime. Battle through the winter for what I will grow from it all in the spring will be the, to the delight of my soul and yours. We're not going to have an easy Christmas. I know the prophets have been prophesying it, that it's not that this Christmas is going to be an easy one uh, in, in the nations and in, in the world We can't back off on the fight. We can't back off on the struggle. And we shouldn't. We shouldn't. There's too much at stake for that. Yet we can also recognize, if anything, going through this Christmas, the anchor is Christmas. The anchor is that Jesus Christ came to save a dying world. That he was born. He was born for that. And he died for us. And he did save a dying world. For those who will accept Jesus Christ, he has saved them, just as he has saved us. So we stay in the battle, but talking about time frames and seasons, God is talking, he's looking towards to the spring. And whatever's going on the spring, we're going to see greater victories. We need to uh, keep looking ahead even as we battle, looking ahead for the faith, looking ahead for what he puts on our hearts and the prophet's hearts to call forward, to stand for. at the spring, there are going to be some great events. I've heard it through the prophets, and I think we're all sensing it, Uh, especially, I think, watching, uh, of course, watching over Easter, the events, we should watch them. And God said that it will be to his delight, his soul's delight, even as it is ours. And here's the thing. If we go through the Bible and find the things that make God happy, what is his delight, and we are able to follow that, we are able to share in that, then it will be to our delight as well. Next, for whom the bell toll will be on everyone's mind. At my son's birth, much happened to the rulers of men. So shall this Christmas be the same. I'm still setting rulers down and raising rulers up. I will have my dome of protection over this process in the America so that no outside force can enter into play. As I do this, trust my guards and my operations. We as intercessors, we keep praying. And when we start seeing opposition rising up, we can become alarmed. It's one more thing we have to fight. And certainly we do fight it in prayer many times. Yet we should also trust when God finally says, trust in me, that that means we may be working a little too hard. We may be striving. That's okay. But at the same point in time, I have noticed his signal when he says, I have it. And he reminds me that it is now completely protected, by his host, protected by him. That is known as the time to move into praise, move into trust. It, that's important. God's got this. The next one I find is a delight. It pleases me. The nation will have food again, both from my hand and from its own land. I will destroy the destructive seed daughter watch and be amazed understand i am the lord of the harvest and i will direct the purifying of the seeds both in the natural and in the spiritual only watch and keep on watching for this year to come aha to me that's exciting to me that has it's a mouthful and it's it's extremely powerful we Have seen so much attack on on our entire industry. Everything that we have produced, the the Biden administration has slowly shut down. They call it the Green New Deal. And the Green New Deal is basically how to destroy a nation very quickly. Uh, Even to the point that the Green New Deal is, oh, you can't have enough. You shouldn't have too many cattle. You you just need to go ahead and get rid of them. Uh, The Green New Deal, you, you can't use this kind of tractor. You can't do this. Um, God's saying we're going to be coming back into an independent nation. We've got, we used to be the breadbasket of the world, one of the breadbaskets of the world. Uh, through laws and regulations, we haven't been producing for ourselves, let alone being the, the major producer throughout the nations. Or if we have, it's still being curtailed. So God is saying that he will turn it around. All this struggle and all this this uh, intervention and, and this uh, extreme takeover from the globalists, God will deal with, and he's going to give us an independence back in this nation, uh, an independence that we were seeking before Biden took over. So that is a blessing. Uh, he's talking about purifying the seed, even in the natural. Uh, I've noticed I have my sister... Uh, follows everything in health and whole foods. And there have been so many seeds that have been genetically altered and genetically altered that the food source as it grows is not as strong as if it was an heirloom seed. And that God is signaling something we need to watch. He's going to be purifying it so that what is grown will be pure. Yet then he mentions that that is both in the natural and in the spiritual. When it's harvest time, we want to harvest the crop and bring it in. It's going to take the discernment, needless say, to separate from the wheat and the chaff. It is going to take discernment to know how to deal with the wheat, how to deal with the chaff. If we're talking about people, it's the case of knowing how to work as disciples for the wheat and for the chaff. But as we harvest, you're always planting. For a harvest, you have to continually plant seed. And it matters what we plant. It matters the seed, meaning the the very word of God that we understand, the very word of God that we use, that we sow into others for this harvest. He wants to purify that. I believe it's going to be a season of um, strong instruction coming forward in 2023. Uh, The kind of instruction that we, we can really listen to and learn from uh, with strong instruction, meaning if you've been given the lessons, there will probably become times when the correction is going to get stronger and stronger as well. And I believe as we discern that, As we sit with the Lord and really see what we know is true of the gospel, what we may not have complete understanding about the gospel, and I'm saying me too, Um, I'm going to have to carve out more study time. I I know that, and I believe we all will in this next, next season. Because we want to make sure that what we are putting out, what we are sowing into other people's lives about God, about Jesus, about the Holy Spirit is good seed. Because what is planted will grow. And we may go, well, it doesn't matter. They never listen to us anyway. If we will plant the seed, it's the Holy Spirit that waters the seed. It's others that water the seed. So we should be very not frightened but very disciplined i do believe regarding the seed that we sow in 2023 because i from it we are going to have a great great harvest and we're going to have a lot of people that are in the awakening they're going to start waking up and they're going to need answers and we need to give them the right answers. We need to be able to give them the quickest, surest answers. Which means we need to know the word of God. We need to work it down to the most surest, easiest word of God to give them each and every time. And whatever we've trained in, we need to be able to share it as quickly as we can with others because what you've trained in God's going to send other people to you so that you can give them the answers very quickly and very surely. All right, moving on. Hmm, I like this one. Bale will topple from towers, and it won't be the Trump Towers. The nations will experience recession. Therefore, no one will say, I am strong over the other. The globalists, however, will not profit from this as they expected. Rather, their plans will be tilled into dirt and the hardened ground broken up for planting righteousness. We know in intercession and hearing the prophets, this is a huge struggle over Baal. If we're talking about the Babylonian system and everybody's talking about our last Babylon and we're pointing at one nation to another, the Babylon structure is global. Therefore, I would point at the globalist. And I, um, even though in the United States, we're so used to saying, oh, it, it's we would probably be a last Babylon, there's other other nations that right now are far larger and um, promoting the bill structure just as much. I'm not saying that we're not. That's what God needs to tear down in our nation and others. The recession is going to be coming to all nations. So it won't be the case of being able to point a finger at each other. And the globalist. All the money people that have decided that they'll call the shots and they'll change the nations and they'll do their own financial reset for their benefit. God will deal with them and that they're not going to profit from this all like they expected. I do wonder about that God says their plans will be tilled into dirt and the hardened ground broken up for planting righteousness. I think that is a wonderful word. I have to study into that as well but their plans will be tilled into the dirt it's it's going to just be just buried and then god will break up the fallow ground the ground that has been left and he will put good righteousness in it and then the final word This is chapter three in the book of my Reformation in the United States of America. You will understand it as you watch for my events and allow me to lift you up on high to see it from my throne room and not from your courts. As much as we battle, at least I know I battle a lot over the government in the United States, over all the government over all the mountains and the governance and the leadership of them. God here is reminding us that as we do, we will be we will remain effective as we stay with him in his throne room and trust in that and listen to him even more than when we watch our courts it is such an honor to serve the Lord in intercession and to be in his throne room. And also if you're a watchman, you're watching in the natural, you're watching um, for me, I'm watching the States, I'm watching, watching the nations. I'm, I'm praying for the church just as you are. And there's a time to, deal more with what's going on on the earth and fight from that vantage point. Truly, sometimes if your boot's on the ground, I've noticed it helps to stay with your boots on the ground to fight. Yet God is saying, 2023, moving up, this Christmas, going into this all, that we can can spend more time in his throne room and know that as we do, always as it happens, what we cause there, What he grants there, what he instructs from there, will be far more advantageous to everything and the advancement of of the kingdom than for us to just pay attention to what's going on in the courts. That is the end to my insights for right now in regards to this week and in a room briefs. May you have a very, very blessed week. Bye.